Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The goal of the PAA podcast is to explore the many facets and layers of the Pilates industry through conversations with the community. I'm your host, Bruce Hildebrand. Welcome to the show. In the lead-up to the PAA conference happening in September this year, we have a series of short podcast episodes to introduce each of the workshop presenters. On today's call, we have Kath Banks, the owner of the Align for Life Pilates Studio in Mooney Ponds in Melbourne's inner northwest. Kath is a faculty educator for National Pilates Training and holds an advanced diploma of the Pilates Method, a human movement degree, and a Master's of Clinical Exercise Science and Rehabilitation. Kath is a rehabilitation coordinator at Maribyrnong Sports Academy and has taught Pilates at the Australian Ballet School. He's going strong with over 25 years in fitness and over 15 years in Pilates. Kath's workshop at the conference is titled Having an Impact on Bone Strength for Life. Kath, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Kath, could you give us a quick overview of the workshop presentation you have in store for us at the upcoming PAA conference? My presentation is titled Having an Impact on Bone Strength for Life with a little catch cry of prevention is better than a cure. In the past, I've done a number of workshops on osteoporosis and obviously working with those with low bone density. But I do think it's important that we actually try and prevent these sort of conditions from happening. So the idea with this workshop is to look at bone metabolism, looking at how important that is in our younger years, especially our pubescent years. So that's really important. That's where we put in a lot of our bone. And then obviously progressing through the years and how can we actually have an impact throughout our whole life, trying to prevent osteoporosis rather than trying to work with it. Looking at how we can integrate things into our Pilates studio. So making sure that we're giving clients enough strength, looking at making sure that we're offering clients dynamic exercises and load-bearing exercises, but then also making sure that we're safe in doing that. So giving instructors a strategy of how to build resilience in a body and how to build progressive overload. So I think that's a really important strategy that we can actually integrate into our programming. So I've looked at the research and there's really specific research papers that I'll reference throughout, but really simple things as well. We've known for years and everyone's known for years the importance of loading for bone strength. So it's really easy for us to integrate into the Pilates studios. Kath, can you share yeah. this? Was there a specific background experience or specific learning that you had yourself that was really the catalyst of creating the content for this conference workshop? So there's lots of things that get dragged in along the way. Probably a bit of a combination of doing um, Buff Bones with Rebecca Rothstein and then also going to the PMA conference in the States. And that was when the Pilates for Children and Adolescents came out as well. So it's a bit of a blend of those two things. And I have a number of clients that are the older adults, whether they be male or female, that we want to do strong and dynamic and really functional exercises for them have students that come in and say about my older clients gee they're strong look at what they're being able to do and I think that we all should be able to strive to keep as much strength and function through our whole lives and I've got a young daughter as well so you know I think about her and her progressing through life and making sure that she's going to be strong and resilient as a female but I think also that with the sedentary lifestyles that we're all leading I think it's going to be much more of a male condition as well So I think we all should be thinking about our strength and our bone strength. Pilates is pretty popular with the older adults, but I think there's a lot of younger people coming through. And it's really important that we're working with females and males through the earlier years. That's where we're actually going to be able to lay down that bone. 
I talked in my overview about bone strength being a bit like superannuation. You want to make your big deposits early on in life. So there's enough there to live on into your twilight years. So the earlier we start thinking about it, the better off we are. And for those considering coming onto the workshop at the conference, Kath, what will be the top couple of takeaways from the ideas and concepts of the session? Hopefully they'll be able to integrate it straight away. So I think it's having more of a thought process on your programming. Am I challenging this client? Am I making sure that I'm getting some adaptations because I'm providing enough challenge and overload rather than being too overcautious? So I think that's really important. And then also, what is my end goal? So if I've got an end goal, that's where I want to get to. But then how do I think back to where do I need to start? So this is my starting point. This is my end goal. What do I need to do in between time? So I'll obviously provide a little bit of that, but I think we as instructors, depending upon our clients and the individual, we need to keep on finding what is their pathway to get to that end goal. And I think the overall arching of that for me is about how do we build resilience for life? So I think that's a big takeaway. I often refer back to one of my early mentors who has done a lot of historical studies on Joseph Pilates and was looking closely at the resilience that he must have required during the difficulties and and tough times of being a prisoner of war. No doubt that was a tough time. Absolutely. Yeah, resilience in every way possible, I think, is what we need. And go back to the old archival videos. He's working dynamically and he's working very strong. And the workshop is about working with a population that does have a healthy spine. So we obviously need to be mindful of those that do have low bone density, but I'm talking about working with those that have got a healthy spine. Let's not be too shy about life. Let's get going. One question I always love to ask is after coming along to the workshop, what do you feel like the participants will be able to immediately apply with their clients when they return to work on Monday morning after coming to the conference? Programming strategies and strategies to build overload is one of the biggest things. Also building progressive pathways. Where do I want to start? Where do I want to end? Filling in those gaps for clients. And also to have a think about your own body. What are you doing to make you resilient, especially being instructors? We need to make sure that we stay strong as well. Also targeted areas. So there's three main areas where fractures happen. Can we target wrists? Can we target hips? Can we target spine? So looking at those three main body areas as well. So I think that we can integrate that into every single program that we do. And also looking at those clients a little bit that don't do wrist loading work because that hurts. Why does it hurt? What can we do about that? So rather than just go, well, I never do wrist loading work. Let's look at what we can do and how can we build from there so that eventually they can do wrist loading work. Fantastic. And approaching your clients when they say they want a bit of an easy out, I uh, don't see many of your clients getting away with that. Not really. Normally I go or they see people doing a quite a difficult exercise and go, oh, obviously that's for you next time then. Absolutely. I love to be able to challenge the clients and for them, the joy that they experience when they initially said that they can't do something and then all of a sudden down the track they can do. So I think that's our role as a Pilates instructor. And I think that's what Pilates instructors do very well is break down movement to a point that someone can do and then keep on building it up and building that challenge. So I think that's really what differentiates us as an exercise modality as well. And the equipment in the Pilates studio also allows that we go, okay, you might not be able to do that right now, but this is what you can do and we'll get you there. There's obviously limitations, but I think that, yeah, we can definitely get people a long way down the track. Excellent. And my quick summary just from chatting through the detail, Kath, is that to have a confidence as an instructor to really know where your boundaries are and where your considerations are, like the information people are going to come away from this session with you 
with in hand is to be able to make that assessment for themselves and really be confident with their call and to be confident and develop the confidence with their clients to be able to be moving forward. Absolutely. And if you develop rapport with your clients and if you have a really good understanding of them and you inch away at things, so making sure that you don't jump your progressions too quickly, and there might be a limitation at the end, but the body is designed to be resilient. The body is designed to adapt. And so if we aren't progressively overloading, we're not challenging that client, but it's about incremental steps. That's the skill of the Pilates instructor. And that's what keeps your clients safe is the incremental steps to build things up. Fantastic. Thanks so much for your time on the call, Kath. We're certainly looking forward to having you along to the conference. Pleasure. Looking forward to it. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. The Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance members forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.